0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is...
1: You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your Dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat.
0: What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to the Dynasty War Zone. The People's Dynasty Podcast. On today's show, we are going to be covering our 20. 20- 22 seasonal My Guys and our post-preseason Dynasty Buys. And uh, a guy who I'm always buying because he is my guy. He's back. He is the man of the hour and the man with the power. Jerry Sinclair, welcome back to your own damn show.
2: God damn, it feels good, my friend. It is always a damn disaster to have to not be on this show. It's uh, it's like a piece of my heart gets ripped out stepped on. But I'm back, baby. I'm back it, right in time for football season two.
0: You're 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 back. Uh, I'm excited. Now this is the last non-trade edition show. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to our boy Kyle August. He is the host of the Fantasy Football Smackdown, and uh, that's here on the Dynasty Warzone Network. And then a big shout out to Dan Williamson of the Goat District Network of podcasts. Both those guys filled in while uh, you were out there being the working man.
3: Yeah,
2: stupid work ruining things.
0: I mean, you do have to pay those gimmicks in the mail called bills. If you don't pay them, I've been told, they will shut your shit off. Also, big shout-out to our boy Dallas. Uh, Dallas has been coming through. Uh, you got Monday and Tuesday editions of the Rookie Rundown with our boy Dallas. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at Salad Galore. That's salad with two L's or Dallas backwards. Salad Galore. Wow, I and never that- realized realize that. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I was wondering where
2: the hell he got that from.
0: That makes so much more sense. <laughs> I mean, it, it, he's a he's a witty fella, you know. He did his Oklahoma drill where he compares a couple of guys. Uh, in this case, they were third down backs, and uh, he's he's been all over the place. And that's just some of the content you can continue to expect here on the DWZ Football Network. We're going to have the guys from the Dynasty War Games. We're going to have Kyle a couple of times a week with the FF SmackDown. Me and Jerry starting next week talking trades. Um, We'll we'll figure out what's going on with the Daily Destroyer as well as some of the other content. But uh, Jerry, speaking of trades, man, uh, we're not going to do trades tonight. We're going to save that starting next week because we want to wrap up the preseason. But uh, you, you got an ugly one. You got an ugly one we were discussing before I hit the record button. Please, sir, by all means.
2: All right, so I have not gotten a bad one in a long time, so it sort of hurt me to get it. Um, So this person sends a lot of trades, and usually they are good. They're good offers. Whether I take them or not, they're usually good offers, but I got this one today, Randy, and I was giving up Baker Mayfield and C.D. Lamb. Now, I happen to be a very high on C.D. Lamb. We're going to talk about him later. Spoiler. And I was receiving... Jimmy Garoppolo, the newly signed backup. Kenyon Drake, the recently cut and maybe is going to end up in the Ravens committee. And shit, I just blanked on who the wide receiver was. I believe it was Debo. Debo. Debo Samuel. Thank okay. you. So you did such a so, poor job. You did such a yes. poor job. Okay. What are you getting? Jimmy, what are you getting? Jimmy, Jimmy Gar- I'm giving up CeeDee Lamb and Baker Mayfield. I'm getting. Jimmy Garoppolo, Kenyon Drake, and Debo Samuel. Here's the thing I have Debo Samuel lower than CeeDee Lamb, and Baker Mayfield is a starter. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a starter, and Kenyon Drake is not worth a fart after a night of drinking. So, I mean, why, I, I, why I am heard I that. Doing that. That's, that's I mean, the question. I mean, I, this, this goes back to a couple weeks ago when we said you have to look at the other person's team and figure out why they would accept the trade. I just, I I mean, I guess maybe if you think Debo Samuel's a lot better than C.D. Lamb, that's about the only rationale I could come up with. But if at any point he has ever consumed some media from at Jerry Sin DWZ, he would know that that is not the case. And I would have the babies of C.D. Lamb if it were a medical possibility.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to dive into this.
3: Let me tell you a couple of three things.
0: All right. A couple of three things here, Jerry. Uh, A. Baker Mayfield is—I uh, was right on him. He was never the guy. Uh, he was never the QB two overall. But uh, Baker, ba- Baker, come back to get his ultimate revenge on me by uh, ending, for all intents and purposes, ending the career of my man Sam Darnold. So uh, I may have won the battle, but I think Baker won the war as uh, he yeah. took out. And, and then C.D. Lamb, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think uh, I think Debo is a good player. I don't think he's anywhere near what we saw last year. Again, all the rushing, all the rushing touchdowns. I think that's going to be hard to replicate itself uh, consistently. You know, has it happened? Yes. Can it happen again? No. But uh, so I am firmly on your side. This is a terrible trade. I mean, maybe it's not as terrible if you had Trey Lance. I don't think you do in this league, but if you did, it's it's a little less egregious. But here, here's the thing. This is a freebie. I actually covered this on last night's Patreon podcast. We'll get to that here in just a minute as well. But I actually covered this. Say it out loud. Say it out loud to yourself. Look in the mirror. You know? Hey, I'm going to give you Baker Mayfield. Or excuse me, I'm going to give you Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm going to give you Kenyon Drake. And I'm going to give you Debo. And you're going to give me CeeDee Lamb and Baker Mayfield. And if it feels gross saying it, it's probably even grosser getting it. So so that's like the litmus test. Forget trade calculators. We're a dynasty trade calculator shop. Good friends with Izzy, JP, and Mosier. Forget the calculator. Just the say-it-out-loud test will do it even better. If it feels gross, it is gross. Jerry, what do you think about the see-it-say-it-before-you-send-it philosophy?
2: I, I, I wish my man would have done it to me. I think it would have helped this whole situation.
0: I think less of you when you send bad trades. I don't think more of you when you send bad trades. You know, uh, well, what's that? Uh, what's that old axiom? Uh, no trade offers a bad. I no trade offers a bad trade offer. I disagree wholeheartedly. Um, I, I don't have a drop. Have you? Uh, have you ever seen the movie Heat?
2: I don't think I have.
0: Al Pacino. Robert I De Niro.
2: No, a, a young, a like young Val Kilmer. A colossal mistake by not seeing it.
0: It's pretty good. It's pretty good. No, no, it was always, uh, it was always billed as the first on-screen uh, scene share between Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. Because I, even though both were in Godfather Part Two, they didn't actually share the screen together. Okay, but there's a great line that Al Pacino says to, uh, of all people, Tone Loke, the former rapper. He looks at him and says, don't waste my motherfucking time. And that's what I feel like. Maybe I'll have that drop queued up next week when we start doing the, uh, maybe we'll make that part of the segment. I like it. Have you got any trade offers that is worthy of the Al Pacino drop? If the answer (laughs) is yes, I'll play the Al Pacino drop. If it's not, you'll have to earn it. And then speaking of the trade show next week, so that's Jerry sharing a trade. Um, If you want to get your trade featured on the DWZ trade show, Go to YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and then when we go live, you can post your trade in the comments. And if we have time, we'll get to it. Maybe we'll give it a drop or two. You know, Jerry, like, but like I, I'm different though. Like if I if I send like a, a mediocre, a mediocre trade offer, like where maybe like I would think someone else needed to apologize, you know what I'd say?
3: Hmm. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely
2: nobody. <laughs> the double chance does what the fucking he-
0: I mean, it's a two-way street. I can do it to you. You can't do it to me.
2: Yeah, well, you've definitely done it to me. I'm just saying.
0: Jer- Jerry, I send you borderline bad trade offers, but I don't <laughs> want to veer down at Trade Boulevard. But I do want to veer down the boulevard of asking you to subscribe to the YouTube channel, to the podcast. In um, any that, That's the freest way to support the show. Leave us a five-star review. You can literally, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, you can hit pause you can literally go in. You don't even have to write comments. You don't even have to type words. You can listen, literally push all five They went out of their way
2: to listen to a damn podcast about Dynasty football in April and in June and in August and in February. You're going to tell me you can't click one damn button on the YouTube? Like, it helps us out. Just help us out. That's what I'm saying. Randy lets me out of the cage every once in a while if if we get more subscribers. Otherwise, i got to go back in the dungeon. That's actually why I haven't been in here. It's a little Not enough fact. people have Jer- subscribed, and he keeps me in the damn basement, locked to the. Jerry, Jerry Jer- was actually there. a
0: timeout. He he was actually <laughs> yeah. locked up. He wasn't working. He was uh, paying his debt to society, and by society, I mean the DWZ. Yeah. Help Jerry out. Go to YouTube, subscribe there, leave us a five star review on iTunes or Spotify, and uh, and keep Jerry out of all sorts of trouble. Fair.
2: Yeah, like uh, if we get five more, it's soup day tomorrow. Like, uh, let me just get, let me get the soup. This one, oh, a weird dark path,
0: man. It, 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 let, let Jerry get like a nice loaded potato, <laughs> uh, a, a cream of chicken, you know, just a good bowl of soup. It's almost soup season, to be quite honest. Now I'm more of a chili guy, but uh, Jerry, are you ready for everybody's favorite segment?
2: Listen, it has been too long.
0: Yes, I'm ready. What did you All right. get? All right, hold on. Y'all tap in with it, y'all. right, it wow. is good people. Bad tweets and Jerry. In honor of your uh, your return, I've got not one but two good people with two bad tweets. Are you ready? Who is it? Yes, I'm ready. All right. This first one is uh, IPL Fantasy Sports John Willett, and the Twitter handle is at IPL Sports Eleven, and he says in all bold type, Ronald Jones makes team dash. Cool the hype on the Isaiah Pacheco hype. I liked how he used the word hype twice. Cool the hype on the Isaiah Pacheco hype because the Chiefs running back room just got crowded. With CEH, the starter, and Jones, seemingly the short yardage back, it'll be a wait and see on how Pacheco fits in the offense. I'm like, man, come Come on. Come on. Ronald Jones is like the in case of emergency guy, and he made the initial 53 man roster. This feels like a long time running stand of Ronald Jones. Um, here's the problem
2: he's not very good, Jerry. Here's the thing, uh huh. In what world are we celebrating a potential fantasy producing asset? as making the roster. That should tell you everything that you need to know. This man used to be a top six, seven pick in rookie drafts. He was a second pick, second round pick in the NFL uh, Definitely
0: a one QB league. Definitely top six, yeah. five, six in, in one QB league and, and a first rounder in most super flex leagues that year.
2: And we're celebrating that he made the team. Imagine the scenario where you're in the championship week and you're like, Fuck yes. I'm gonna play Ronald Jones. Say it out loud. Was is it? Isn't that what we say? Say it out loud. That doesn't make sense, does it? No. I don't give a damn about Ronald Jones. I don't really give a damn about Isaiah Pacheco either, but I mean, I, I I've I've had, you know, you know what?
0: I'm gonna get to the patrons in a minute and I'm gonna circle back to Pacheco, okay? Right. Let's get to the other good person with a bad tweet. Are you ready? Yeah. This one, right? This one right here uh, actually elicited a response from 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 your old pal Memphis. Yeah, I and saw this, this is,
2: one. i was hoping this one was going
0: to be. This one is friendship adjacent. Now, good friend of the show, Evan at Dynasty Debates, and uh, that's that's his podcast. I've been on several times, and so check out Dynasty Debates if you're not already, and check out Evan at FF Evanolution, like revolution, but Evan, evan evolution Check him out. He's great. And the guilty party of good people, bad tweets here is Wyatt. Wyatt has also been on the dynasty debates many times. Good guy, sharp guy, but this tweet, um, it's just wrong. But you want to follow Wyatt? You should be following Wyatt. He is at WyattB underscore FF. And Wyatt tweeted today, if you're thinking about sending a third-round rookie pick for LaVisca Chenault in your Dynasty League, send it for Nico Collins or Josh Palmer instead. Now, since I fired first, I'm i I'm going to respond first. So you got it half right and you're half wrong. Wyatt, you're dead on. You, you nailed it. You, you, you should not be sending Jack and or shit, much less <laughs> a third-round rookie pick for LaVisca Chenault. If you want to send anything for LaVisca Chenault, take your index finger, that's this phalange if you're watching on YouTube, dive that son of a bitch in your belly button, scrape out some belly button lit, put it in an envelope, and send it to the current GM rostering LaVisca Chenault. That's a fair trade, you had me there. But when you're telling people to send a third, that's what you did. You said, send a third, don't send it for LaVisca, send it for Nico Collins or Joshua Palmer. If a new dynasty gamer, or let's say a less experienced, um, a less savvy dynasty gamer just took that tweet at face value, and went out and sent a third for Nico Collins or Josh Palmer. You're going to get them laughed out of their league. That is bad advice. Yes, you're correct. No one should send anything for Lavisca Chenault. You just shouldn't. You know, also not very good at football. You know, the, the on a side note, the, the Panthers love. Taking the Jacksonville Jaguars trash. Hey, you know what? You didn't do this right, man. How are we ever going to recover from this mistake? Hey, call the Panthers. Call Fitterer, the GM for the Panthers. He'll give us something. He he gave him uh, he, he gave him CJ uh, CJ uh, Henderson for a pick and Dan for Dan Arnold. Hey, uh, man, we're getting rid of Daviska, man. <laughs> call Fitterer again. That guy takes everything. He's a sucker. But don't be sending thirds for players the caliber of Nico Collins and Josh Palmer. You want Nico Collins or Josh Palmer? Send a second. Maybe ask for a third or a fourth pack, but don't send a third, especially going into the season where they actually have real value. Jerry, that, that was my thought on this tweet. What were your thoughts?
2: No, I mean, it's the same thing. It's just it's not reality. It's not feasible. Like you, you can want to send it and get that player for a third. It's just not going to happen. So, I mean, you said everything that could be said about that one. That's just – the 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 Twitter world sometimes plays this game in a complete and total fantasy land where the scenarios that they, you know, bring up are just not reality. This is just one of them.
0: Hey, you know what? This is, again, goes back to that rule. And you know what? You can do this in, in every aspect of life. Hey, I'm going to go give my boss a piece of my mind. Hey, I'm going to go tell my wife or husband what for. Hey, you know what? Write it down. Say it out loud. If it doesn't resonate with you, probably don't hit send. Probably don't go in the other room and address it to your loved one. And you probably shouldn't send that trade. That's just a surefire way to make a boo-boo. And Jerry, you know, I mentioned Pacheco earlier. You know, Good People, Bad Tweets is brought to you by our patron, patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. Now last night on Monday, I uploaded about a 30-minute banger and like the first five minutes was thanking our patrons for being so smart, so savvy, such good dynasty gamers. Jerry, do you know how many do you know how many tweets or DMs or text messages that I've gotten from our patrons asking me if they should give a give a first round pick for for Damian Pierce or a first round rookie pick for for uh, Brian Robinson or a second for Isaiah Likely or Romeo Dubes. you know how many text DMs or, or phone calls or whatever I've gotten on those guys asking those questions.
2: I've got a number in mind. Okay, so I want you to tell me what it is. It's zero. Okay, that it's was the it's, I
0: was, it's, that it's was zero. For. It's um zero. It's it, it's your grade point average in college. Zero <laughs> point zero zero. You know why? Because they're sharp people. They're good people. Um. You know that that they're they're making all the right moves. The Patron 18, the Patron 18 Dynasty League, in the midst of startup right now. Just enough time to get rolling for the season. Um, we do one-on-one roster construction, great group chat, and all of that is available to you for as little as five dollars a month, five bucks a month. Now you can pay more, and we won't stop you. But no. for five bucks a month, you can be a patron. You can be in the group chat. You can get help from me and Jerry. And you won't ever feel like you have to overpay for Romeo Dubes, Jerry. Thank the
2: thank the heavens,
0: Dubes. It, it's Dubes, and, and, and this is this is a Dubes shop. You know, someone might say it's 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 Dobes. Nope, it's Dubes in here. Dynasty Warzone. It's Dubes, and if you want to hang us, hang out with us, talk about Dubes, Pacheco, Likely, Pierce, all these guys. patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. It's the uh, the best way to help the show um, along with those reviews and subscribing everywhere. So check it out. Patreon.com forward slash dynasty wars. Oh, Jerry, are you ready? Let's let's do seasonal because the season is right around the corner. Now I have some seasonal guys. I've got them in my redrafts. I've got them in best ball. I've got one dynasty best ball. I've got one seasonal best ball. Um, These are my guys. So I'm going to give you my guys, and I'm going to let you ask questions around them. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. My my guy 2022 quarterback is Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I've loved what I've seen in, in, in the preseason. I think Doug Peterson's going to bring out the best in this young man. Um, you know, they don't have like a superstar, you know, Devontae Adams-type wide receiver, but they've got serviceable options. Um, they've upgraded the tight ends. Um, James Robinson. Should be there week one. Uh, the return of, of Travis Etienne, just a lot of weapons. They made offensive line adjustments. A- a- and I love, love, love L O V E, love Trevor Lawrence. We'll talk more about him in a bit. Naheem Hines. I was the OG truther on Naheem Hines. I've been talking about him on this show for literally 90 days. Go buy him. The the minute they got Matt Ryan was the minute I was saying, go get Naheem Hines. Get him in dynasty. Get him in redraft. Get him in best ball. Get Naheem Hines. Why? Because the last time he had a statue for a quarterback like Phillip Rivers, he managed to finish as the RB15 on that season. But but, but Memphis, what about JT? Exactly. What about JT? That same year, 2020, JT's rookie year, JT finished as the RB6. So there's a world where J- JT can be super successful. So can Naheem Hines. He has legitimate plug-and-play startability every single week. My boy Adam Thielen. We've got Adam Thielen everywhere. Why Adam Thielen? Because at the time of his injury last year, when he got hurt in week 13, at that moment in time, freeze frame, he was the wide receiver seven on the season, and Justin Jefferson was the wide receiver five. Hey, this is all good for Kirk Cousins, by the way. It's a little side note for you. But now we've improved the offense, the same offense that made Matt Stafford a superstar. And, yes, this is still Justin Jefferson's world. But, man, there's going to be plenty to go around for a guy like Adam Thielen. And, finally, my boy Austin Hooper. It's ironic that all of these guys are starting to get love now. It's as if people listen to the Dynasty War Zone and think, those guys got some uh, got some good shit going on, but Austin Hooper, I saw on Fantasy Pros, this is criminal, and and, and I'm just gonna curse a little bit. Fucking criminal! They still have on their dynasty rankings criminal. They still have Logan Thomas ranked ahead of Austin Hooper in dynasty. Why? Why? Austin Hooper, I believe, is younger. He's got a better quarterback better supporting cast, and I love Terry McLaren. And Austin Hooper's done it at a high level. And who's he competing for targets with? The uh, The asthmatic, always hurt, out of shape, Traylon Burks, 30-year-old Bobby Trees. I love Bobby Trees coming off of an ACL injury from week 10. Um, the little small guy, Kyle Phillips. Dude, Austin Hooper is going to ball. So that is my All-Memphis 2022 seasonal Now, if you can get these guys in your Dynasty League, I highly recommend it too, especially if you're contending Trevor Lawrence, Naheem Hines, Adam Thielen, Austin Hooper. Jerry, not many of these names should come as a surprise, but uh, any takes on any of these guys?
2: No, I think you're good on all of those. Um, Yeah, none of them are a surprise, not coming out of your mouth. I mean, how long have you been talking about Austin Hooper and Naheem Hines specifically? The I mean, let mean, me say, let
0: me say the the minute I started talking, I can't speak for the rest of Dynasty Twitter and, and Fantasy Twitter. It's like they looked up one day and like, oh my god, this is this is pretty simple paint by numbers stuff. The Colts traded for a statue at the quarterback position, and Matt Ryan. He's not running the ball, so what's he going to do? He's going to check the ball down. Oh, by the way, outside of Michael Pittman, how? How confident are you about the Colts' pass catchers not named Michael Pittman Jr.? Austin Hooper, the exact same thing. They let Anthony Ferkser walk. They let one of the other tight... I think it was Jeff Swain I feel pretty comfortable saying that he's no longer there. And Ryan Tannehill threw 21 passes last year, 21 TD passes, excuse me, last year. Eight of those went to a tight end. I don't think they can just pound the ball with Derrick Henry. I don't think the defense is that good. These are guys that are just absolutely names that just we've, we've ignored. And I see people in, in redraft talking up Robert Tanyan and Logan Thomas over at Austin Hooper. Like, what the fuck, guys? Seriously, what the actual fuck are, are are you looking at? You're excited about Carson Wentz and that offense over Ryan Tannehill? Last time I checked, Tennessee was the number one overall seed in the AFC last year.
2: Even, even if let's say, even if you are, I mean, I kind of get Tanya to have, a degree. You are still going to have Terry, Terry McLaren. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a, I could, I could hear that argument. But as far as Washington is, Jahan Dotson, exactly. You have Terry McLaren. You have Jahan Dotson. You have JD McKissick. Yeah, you have Antonio Gibson. Can catch passes like I, I, I was the I was, yeah, that's that's I, I, was I, I didn't even know Logan Thomas
0: was still a thing. I, I think he creeped. That's the word I'll use. I think he creeped. Off of the the pup list today, so Enjoy. I mean, I I, I I just don't get it. But those are my guys. If you want to roll with me, if you want to roll with um, players that I'm big on, Jerry, those are my guys. So so you agree? I'm doing okay. No pushback. The no, one the no. one that I could see kind of like Trevor Lawrence, probably giving you know his his rookie campaign. Anything, nothing. And before you give me
2: yours. No, uh, I'm actually fine with just about every of the rookie quarterbacks last year. Like, I absolutely do not like the Justin Fields situation either, but I think there's an argument to be made that Justin Fields is in that conversation too. And I know you're not a fan of him either, but guys can take that big step in year two. And if I was going to bet on any of them, it would be Trevor Lawrence. So I'm definitely not going to argue that, but I would say it about any of them. But my first guy, I'm going to break down the first guy because he's got name fatigue. He's probably got the most name fatigue of any player that I have ever seen in the time that I have played this game, and it's Ezekiel Elliott. In redraft, he's a end-of-the-third, fourth-round pick. In Dynasty Startups, I got him at 8.02 recently. Let's talk about his finishes the last couple of years, Randy. Let me indulge you. He was RB7 last year. RB9 the year before that, RB3 before that, RB5, RB13, and RB2. He had just shy, like 10 yards shy of 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns last year. And I got him in the eighth round of a startup. I'm going to just let the silence sit there.
0: I mean, I mean, what what do you want me to say? So, because I because I'm going to agree with you, but I'm going to disagree with you just to touch on Zeke. Are okay. you ready? Just it, tell me why it's, you disagree. It's, it's, it's not. I, I first of all, I agree with you that Zeke is a play. I drafted Zeke in the Scott Fishbowl. I have Zeke in in a lot of leagues, and and you're right. It is name fatigue. But you know what? You know what else it is. People just cannot live with themselves. It's um it's um they can't live with themselves that that Tony Pollard is not getting a bigger share. Yeah. I mean, that, that is more the reason why they're fading Zeke is they're not fading Zeke because Zeke's a bad play or because it's Zeke's seventh year in the league. They're fading Zeke because it doesn't fit their narrative of Tony Pollard. And if, and if they say Zeke is a value, then they're saying that Tony Pollard's not going to hit and they cannot bring themselves to live with the fact that Tony Pollard, as long as uncle Jarrah is still no offense, good people named Jerry in this right. world, I'm, I'm looking right. at one, but. As long as Jerry's – he said it the other day. He said it the other day at a uh, – when Tyron Smith went down with a hamstring slash knee injury, he he said that the offense still goes through Zeke. You know, w- what was the old saying? Whether you like it or whether you don't learn to live with it, because he's the best thing going on the Dallas Cowboys running game. You don't have to like it, but it is what it is. I agree with Zeke. Next guy.
2: um, It's a guy that I have historically not liked him. I feel like not not as a talent but just his value has always been overinflated and it's Antonio Gibson. Randy, same thing. Like I'm getting him at the end of the 7th round. I I am getting him late in redrafts too. And now this was before the Brian Robinson thing happened which I I mean that's going to make Antonio Strange. Gibson Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's dreadful. But you know that's going to inevitably make Antonio Gibson you know, go earlier in drafts just because he doesn't have that competition. But even so, Antonio Gibson's been in the league for two years. He's finished as a top 13 running back, both of them. And I can get him in the seventh round of a startup as my RB three or four or something with another good roster. Like, that's outrageous. Like, it, like I, I'll take that every single time. And, and, and in redraft, it's sort of the same thing. I mean, he's a third or fourth round pick in that same range as Zeke. So I can pop off early early picks if I want, or I can just stack running backs, and by the time I'm in the fifth round, I have three studs. So I, I, I am I hit you? 100% I hit you? doing that every
0: time. With a damning stat? Mm-hmm. Shoot. So, so, so would you agree that most of your leagues nowadays are PPR at a minimum half-point PPR? Of course. So by by, by just the the law of numbers, that makes the running back that catches the pass is more valuable? Yep. Wouldn't you say that when they talked J.D. McKissick out of going to Buffalo and into staying in Washington that he's going to be their their passing down back? Of course. Let me hit you with a stat that's going to make you go, oh, my God, I would have never have guessed that. Now, I want to make sure I don't want to get this lost in numbers soup to confuse the the listener, okay? Okay. If you take all of the passing attempts that the Washington football team, commandos, Redskins, whatever – all the passing attempts they've attempted over the last two years. I don't know what that number is, but let's say it's let's say it's a 1,200 pass attempts total. Yep. What per, about 600 a year. What percentage of those pass attempts do you think went to the running back position?
2: Uh, 25%. Six. Yikes. It is the lowest
0: percentage of pass targets by percentage. Now, it's not like the total number of targets because that's a, a different metric. You know, teams like, you know, with, with with less mobile quarterbacks, like the Falcons with Matt Ryan, with 6%. Over the last two years, only 6% of their pass attempts have went to the running back. As I'm looking over this this chart on sharp football analysis, the next the next smallest that I can really see is the LA Rams at twelve percent, and then the next the next smallest is Seattle at sixteen percent, six six, six both, percent. Both six. of those teams
2: have had injured running backs over the last couple six of years. Six percent too. of their targets. Yeah, I'm I'm six. gonna write that down. That's six. a writer downer. For that
0: sure. that is a, a a hell of a stat. And the reason why I had that pulled up is I forgot to mention during Austin Hooper over the last two seasons twenty four percent. Of the passing attempts go to the tight end in the Tennessee Titans offense, which makes Austin Hooper even more appealing. But but you get my point. That's why I'm fading Antonio Gibson. Yes, the Brian Robinson coming back things an issue. Yes, J D McKissick getting in there on passing downs is an issue. It's not a high scoring offense. Um, I,
2: I'm I, I, I'm in agreement, Gerald. So here's a guy that is one of my guys, and it's just I have I have nothing for it. I just – I feel like he's a good value, and I think the competition that he has is subpar, and he can emerge, and that's Wanda Robinson of the Giants. I I, I have no – I have nothing for you other than just – he's a guy that I have taken a ton of, just where he's going in that sort of range. I look at all the other names, and I just pick him every single time. I feel like he just – like Kenny Galladay – I'm sorry, Kenny Galladay needed Matthew Stafford. He needed him to just chuck the ball up to him because he was never going to separate. And Matthew Stafford did, and he made he made some big plays when he was a lion. That's not happening with Daniel Jones. And, and everybody everybody else that's there, the 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 crumb bums and the former first round rookie bust that they have littered up and down that that wide receiver court, I don't know. He's just, he's just a shot. He could absolutely amount to nothing, and it wouldn't surprise me. But the the acquisition cost is also nothing. So it's 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 an easy one for me.
0: I mean, aim small, hit big. Yeah. If 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 you miss, you didn't miss by much. But if you hit, you hit bigs. That that's the definition of a my guy. And uh, who, who's your tight end in this this group? See,
2: <sighs> you're gonna hate it. It's Noah Fant. He's just free. He's just absolutely free, and that's the only reason. I, I think it's him and Evan Ingram that are the two guys that if i really punt it i end up with every single time like i'm in i'm in a redraft right now let's see where we're at real quick and i am damn certain we're in like the 10th round and noah fance way down the list still like he's just i feel like he's a talented guy i feel like he's not janu he's sort of he's trending towards janu but his his floor is higher than janu's you know what i mean cuz janu's is like 300 yards and i think noah fance is probably like 600 yards never well, going to be the guy Never going mean, to be the guy we drafted him to be, you know what I mean? Like uh, that middle first-round tight, tight end premium rookie pick. But, dude, like if he's free, I'll take him every time over some crumb bums.
0: Well, I know I'm infatuated by this this chart and since I have it pulled up. Seattle, mm-hmm. even with Tyler Lockett and even with, you know, DK Metcalf, over the last two years, 20% of their targets have went to the tight end position. And Shane Waldron's still the offensive coordinator. So it stands to reason that in a team that's going to be bad, passing from behind, there's going to be a need for usage out of the tight end position. He, he's not a my guy, but I, I don't hate it. Again, you know, like my guys. I mean, with the exception of Trevor Lawrence, all of my guys had been under the radar up until this last week. Now all of a sudden they become buzzy, you know, redraft. Uh, you know, sleepers, but,
2: you know, it, it, mine's, if you mine's don't. just all the guys that everybody else is pissed off at.
0: All your guys, Jerry, are guys that are value at their position group, given their ADP, and, and that's what you're looking for out of a seasonal my guy. So, recap, I'll recap mine. Trevor Lawrence, Naheem Hines, Adam Thielen, Austin Hooper. Yours again?
2: Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Gibson, Wandale Robinson, and Noah Fant.
0: There you go. There are our seasonal, 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 my guys. Now we're going to uh, transition. Jerry, I don't, I don't have, uh, I don't have any good transition, you know, music or uh, uh, sound drop. So uh, we'll, we'll just, we'll just move right in to the, uh, so that was our 2022 seasonal, my guys. Let's do our 2022 post-preseason dynasty My Buys. See, Jerry, My Guys rhymes my with guys. My Look at that. That is Good. fucking professional podcasting if I ever did see it. All right, I, I have four. Here are the guys that I am trying to buy before the uh, the value moves, and, and I'm going to focus on two of them for the listening audience. My number one QB buy. I already mentioned his name once, Trevor Lawrence. He is a guy that is in my top 10 for a dynasty super flex startup. Um, we're going to look at Trevor Lawrence in 12 months. We're going to look at him now. And then the way we look at Joe Burrow now, we're going to be like, oh my God, this guy fell through th- through the cracks Um, I'm not going to get too into that. If you want to know more about why I'm buying Trevor Lawrence and how I'm doing it, check out patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. A guy near and dear to your heart, Kenny Walker, out of sight, out of mind. Um, We've not really talked much about Damian Pierce. I was going to bring it up at the end of the show. But uh, Damian Pierce, Marlon Mack got cut today. The world is going banana. Banana. For for Damian Pierce yes, and uh, I, I will gladly if I have Damian Pierce. I am sending Damian Pierce for Kenneth Walker. The answer is always no until it's yes. Is that as bad as sending the third for Nico Collins and or Josh Palmer? I don't know. Maybe, but I'm I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to take a super buzzy, um, hot in the moment guy, and I'm trying to go get the more pedigreed, higher draft capital guy who's recovering from a a minor procedure. You know, Kenny Walker is literally going to smash this year. I'm telling you, my prediction and projection on Kenneth Walker, we're going to look back on his rookie season a lot like Miles Sanders. Not like Miles Sanders today, but Miles Sanders in his rookie year, Mm -hmm. the back half of his rookie year, he won people some cash. Jonathan Taylor started off rough his rookie season. It wasn't all moonlight and canoes. It wasn't all rainbows and lollipops. It was a rough start to the point to where people were actually wondering if he was going to bust. And then all of a sudden he came on like a hurricane out of nowhere, smashed, won people the money. Let's be honest. Rashad Penny has missed more games in his career than he's played. And uh, I I don't mind Kenny Walker not getting heavy reps early because I want to see him late. My third guy, Jamison Williams, same thing, out of sight, out of mind. If I can add a 20, 23 second to Romeo Dubes and go get Jamison Williams, I'm in. I think Jamison Williams is a baller. I think he fits a unique role. I think he's going to look great in this offense alongside guys like Amon Aminra, St. Brown, Hawkinson, Shark, Swift. And again, we're going to see this guy on the football field. You're going to see him do something electric, and you're going to be like, Shit, I missed my opportunity to go get Jamison Williams because there's a reason why the the Lions traded back up into the first round to get this guy, even coming off of a late-season ACL. He's going to be electric. And then finally, a name that might surprise people a little bit, he's the reason why I pulled up the Sharp Analytics uh, target distribution chart is Mr. Adam Troutman. Now, Pete Carmichael is still the offensive coordinator in New Orleans. And so this is the guy who was working with Sean Payton, the new head coach, is a defensive-minded head coach, Jerry. How much do you think the head coach is going to be involved in the offensive game plan? Or do you think he's going to let old Pete do his thing? Probably let Pete do his thing. Let Pete do his thing. And when uh, Pete does his thing, the the tight end gets a 16% distribution out of the quarterback position in New Orleans. Uh Jameson, uh, excuse me, Jameis is gonna be back. And he looked pretty sharp in his final preseason game. I think that I think that's a sneaky good offense. Kamara didn't get suspended. You got Troutman at tight end. You're gonna have Olave. You're gonna have a little Jarvis Landry. And I, I gotta say, people who say, well, Memphis, it's awful crowded. Really? Are you throwing out TJ Hawkinson? Are you throwing out Darren Waller? Are you throwing out guys like that? Except. I can get Adam Troutman even later than I can get Austin Hooper in a dynasty oh, yeah. startup. So That's even like in, in a tight end premium, first of all, I'm going I'm to talk trades just for a second without talking trades. On this cut day, you see a lot of trades, and this is where we as dynasty GMs can model our games after the real GMs we do it. Like Chris Ballard of my Colts, he gave up a sixth round pick for some random offensive guard. He got the guard in a seventh back. So basically for a round flip, he got a player. That's what I'm going to do in tight end premium for for Adam Troutman. I'm going to offer you my 23 second for Troutman in your 23 third. I move back back a full round. Potentially it could be worse. Like if if my second ends up being the 201 and your third ends up being the 312, well, then it's almost two rounds. But you get my gist. Mm -hmm. I, I would much rather go out and get a guy that's going to be in a good offense is going to be scoring some points, and uh, those are my my four buys: Trevor Lawrence, Kenny Walker, Jameson Williams, and Adam Troutman. Jerry, any comments about my four guys? Questions? Any anything that uh, you may want to ask me before I get to uh, listen to your guys that you're buying? So one of yours
2: is one of my guys, so I'm just going to talk about that. I do not want to surprise anyone that's listening, but. Kenneth Walker is going to be my buy because I think he is going to struggle out the gate. Not struggle, but have to split time.
0: He's not going to struggle. He's not going to produce to the expectation that you drafted him out in a dynasty league. Is that a better way to say it?
2: Rift. That is exactly the best way to say it because at some point, Kenneth Walker is going to rip off an 85-yard run because that's what Kenneth Walker does. I don't know where this myth comes from that he's this plotting running back. The dude is fucking lightning. And he will explode on one of those plays, and then everybody's going to go gaga for him.
0: Four four, uh, four wheels, right? If I remember correctly from the combine, four four yeah. wheels?
2: It, it, and, I mean, he's he's got his, one of his main highlights from this past year. He's sprinting past everybody, and he's shaking hands with one of the wide receivers while he's scoring a touchdown because he's so far ahead of everybody. Like, he, he's a freak. I, I'm with you on that. The other guy that I was going to mention – ow, I just punched my desk like an idiot um, – is Noah Fan? is – just because he's free, and I think that offense is going to not win a lot of games. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like it's pretty safe to say, that- Fant or Fant or or, or or Troutman.
0: I think I think you can get them for the same deal. By the way, I think you give a second, you get Fant, or in my case, I get Troutman and a third back. You think you can pull that off with uh, with Fant? I, I think it you might be harder more. because you paid more initially to acquire yeah. to yeah. acquire Fant. So maybe that's tougher. But is that a fair offer?
2: I, I mean, it's it's listenable. I'm not I'm not gonna come on the Dynasty War Zone and bash you about it. It's not Kenyon Drake, but here's the thing: like I, that offense is going to get an upgraded quarterback. Believe it or not, Geno Smith is not going to be the future of that organization, and they are very likely to be in the race for number one pick next year. And if they do that, whether that quarterback can produce at an NFL level or not, this time next season, everybody on the offense gets a narrative jump in trade value. So I will take Noah Fant, and I'll sit on him. And that brings me to the other guy that I have is in that offense also. I'm just going to keep talking about Seattle because apparently that's, that's my bet. It's D.K. Metcalf. Same thing. Randy, I have loved D.K. Metcalf since that man came into the NFL. And he's been good. He's one of the elite young wide receivers in this league, and I think he is going to absolutely struggle. Uh, He was absolutely one of my avoids in redraft this year because I just don't think Geno is going to get him the ball enough to win you games. I avoided him for a lot of people that I don't like in my redraft leagues. But with a QB upgrade, I think he's a star. I really do. I think he is one of the premier talents who has just not been in a situation like what Joe Burrow has with Jamar Chase or, or Kirk Cousins and his you know he's he's not getting prime Russ. You know this this Russ has not had an offensive line and not been able to do that kind of shit. So love DK. The last one you're absolutely gonna hate, Randy. Take your guess who the quarterback is. It's probably Baker Mayfield. It. No 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 stop. Oh. You'll hate you'll hate it more than that. Who would you hate more? The
0: Baker Mayfield?
2: Yeah. Fuck. It's tough. Dua. Oh, God. Yep. Here's the thing.
0: He's cheap. Oh, hold on. Can I go brush my teeth? You made me say his <laughs> name out loud. I, he's he is
2: relatively cheap, and he has unbelievable talent surrounding him. So he doesn't even have to be that good. And his value Congratulations. You're getting the Hawaiian version of Jared Goff. which Maybe that's true. But even if I do, Jared Goff got quite a boost after the Super Bowl.
0: You know, I I, I, mean, I was always I, – I, maybe I should be more pro-Tua. You know, Jared Goff had a couple of, like, you know, borderline QB1 I, seasons. Listen, I, got, floated, I have, st-
2: I have to floated to right watching there Hard Knocks, too, because it makes me love Jared Goff more and it makes me think the Lions are actually good. And then it's going to be week one and they're going to get stomped in and I'm <laughs> going to be so sad. Well, but, well
0: can, can, can I tell you why I'm concerned with Tua? Outside okay. the fact that he's well, not very well, good. Right. The, <laughs> right. it's big one. Is that he's going to start with New England, yep. then Baltimore, then Cincinnati, and and then the, the, like his first five games are all super tough, right? But, I mean, teams and, that he's and, and never here's, and
2: here's the reason to get excited though he's never he's never produced. He's never produced
0: oh, Buffalo was the other. No, one.
2: that's see, that's not true either. Though I mean, the guy had I think four of the twelve games he played last year. He had thirty point games. So he, he has a ceiling that is superstar-esque, and he did it with Devonte Parker and JaKeem Grant and just some of the bummiest bums that Dynasty players have ever had to throw into their flex spot. And now he's got Jalen Waddle for his second year. He's got Tyreek Hill coming in. He's still got Mike Gasecki. Like, I get it. So, so I, basically they I, had I a Tyreek it. Hill. Yeah, well, a second year of Jalen Waddle too, though. He's no longer rookie Jalen Waddle. You got a more experienced Waddle and you add Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's you can't just say, oh, he only added Tyreek Hill. He's Tyreek motherfucking Hill.
0: Brother, I'm with you, but I'm looking at games again. This is in in regular point scoring against New England 16 points against Buffalo 0.5 against Buffalo the second Uh time 15.
2: Passes in the Buffalo game, he came in late. Come on. He, he, he had he
0: had two good games all year. It was against Jacksonville and Atlanta. That was the only time he crested 20 points. I mean, it can't be all agreements. Jerry's back, so I'm going to give him a big hug and love on him. I mean, to his credit, I guess he does his thing against bad teams. Okay, cool. But when he plays good, good teams. Thing they played the
2: Jets twice then.
0: Yeah, I mean, but when he played New England, 15 and 12. He played Tennessee, four. New Orleans, 10.
2: And Tyreek Hill. Can Tyreek Hill take oh, okay. a, a shitty pass and go 65 yards? He's sure, sure, sure. Sure he can. Sure and you know what can. that gets me? 12 points. Well, we're, we're, we're,
0: we're going to see because, you know what, just, unless there's a just, lot listen, more here's Atlanta's. The thing, and...
2: Here's the thing. There's there's absolutely the chance that you, you invest in Tua with a fourth-round start. Do you think pick. you're going to get
0: yeah. him cheap after the preseason he's had? Yeah.
2: I mean, no. cheap, cheap enough. I just took him in the startup. No, my on,
0: my, my reach my, my reach is a dynasty voice only goes so far. There See, are I people mean, that are still watching Twitter and watching him underthrow Tyreek Hill on what
2: should right, be. But we're talking like this dude's in the range with old-ass Aaron Rodgers, who granted he's he signed and, and everything. There is no like,
0: world where I will let you there, take there, Tua um, over Aaron Rodgers. No world.
2: I mean, I hear you. No, but like, war,
0: none. None. He, I would let you line up in the slot for Aaron Rodgers and still make you take Aaron Rodgers.
2: Get See, the fuck really, out of you're, here. You're going to just hope that Alan Lazard becomes a thing. D- d- I don't. don't d- d-
0: I mean, I, I've, have you seen? What, Aaron one of them lost
2: Devonte Adams. The other one gained Tyree Kill.
0: Have you seen Aaron Rodgers splits with and without you know Devonte Adams? It, it doesn't change a whole lot. Now, does it help? Sure, it does. Okay, who like else? You said got, Aaron Rodgers like in was the range of
2: like Mac Jones too. Like Mac Jones no, ceiling I'm, is Mac like,
0: Jones. I already called Mac Jones a bust. So I'll, I'll give you Tua over Mac.
2: Like I just I feel like we've seen ceilings of Tua. I mean, my man had a forty point game. Mac Jones ain't getting no fucking forty point game. Derek Carr's not getting a forty point game he even with <laughs> Devontae Adams.
0: I may I may even acquiesce and give you a little bit of a seasonal my guy with Tua. Look, here's the thing. How many times does Stephen Ross, the owner, I, just, come, I
2: disagree I, from a seasonal I, aspect. I just, how many times does the chance that if he hits, his value is going to shoot up a ton? How many times does Stephen Ross, the
0: owner, want to get rid of Tua before you realize Tua's not is not long it? for this world?
2: As much as I would love to make fun of that Wolverine turd Stephen Ross. I hear you. I get it. This is his chance. Either Tua is going to be a borderline first-round startup pick next year or he's going to be not worth anything. What, what, you you what, what, find out this year. And, and if you, and if it does fall in your face, you, you spend a fourth-round startup pick on a quarterback. Like You could do worse.
0: Were, we're, we're the Dolphins in on 45-year-old Tom Brady, yes or no?
2: He's Tom Brady. Hold on, hold on. Yes or he's no? He's Tom Brady.
0: Were they in on 26 sexual misconduct allegations to Sean Watson,
2: who has been an elite quarterback in this league for his entire career? All he's I'm not saying, they're not going after Ryan Tannehill. All, all, they're not going after Jared Goff
0: is that if they see even a sliver of an upgrade at Tua, he's gone.
2: See, but Tom Brady's not going to be
0: on there, and, 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 and even if he has statistical excellence, if they don't to make the they don't make the
2: playoff Mayfield?
0: They can still draft one. They lost a first round pick, but oh, here's the thing: they still have another first round pick from San Francisco. There's going to be six, potentially more first round rookie QBs in the twenty. Twenty-three draft class.
2: If you want to take the twenty-eighth pick and take a quarterback instead of just trying to ride Tua out? Then you're a bozo organization.
0: What are you riding Tua to toward? If he doesn't make I, the playoffs this year, I, if he has a losing I, record this year, what are you riding? I agree. For?
2: I agree. But you know, you know, that's what I'm saying the risk to reward is it exists. That is absolutely the case where he can fall I, I, absolutely I, flat on his face.
0: I've watched quarterbacks in this league with, with more draft capital, and Jared Goff, and Kirk, and excuse me, he, and Carson Wentz. I watched Jared Goff literally take the Rams to the Super Bowl, and and lose by less than a touchdown. They literally had to hang a first round pick around his neck and give it to your to your Agreed. Lions to take Agreed. him. It's true. Okay. Okay. the The Eagles fleeced my Colts for a first round pick for Carson Wentz, and that was the first and the second overall pick in their draft class. I'm telling you, the guy who went fifth. It's not that hard to imagine. He is that I, guy. I agree. I look, 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 I, I love Sam Darnold. I'm guilty as charged, Your Honor, on Sam Darnold. But but if we look up at a year from now and Tua's like, you know, on a new team and we're hoping for
2: a rebound, I, I'll, I, I agree. I'm not just, I
0: just got to make sure I'm pushing you hard on Tua.
2: But like, I, no, no, no. Obviously, that was always going to be the foundation of this podcast. I don't know if you, I mean, I knew it the moment I wrote those three letters down on this piece of paper. We
0: can't agree on everything.
2: No, he's got a shot to skyrocket, even, right. if, you, even if you hate, him. Even now, if he you hate also, him. He also could absolutely waste a roster spot. Oh,
0: I, I, I'm telling you, part of the thing with Tua is, is just given the, the the type of league that you would want him would be super flex. You're not going to roster or really going to ever – you're never going to play a guy with, with in 2021. And, again, they have the hardest strength. So if you acquire Tua, right, you're going to trade for Tua. That's your guy. You're going to buy him. First five games, how many games are you going to feel comfortable starting him against the, the against Uncle Bill, against the Bills, uh, against the Ravens, against the Bengals? I mean, how many times are you going to hit submit on that lineup and have a big smile on your face like I've got upside here?
3: I hear you.
0: You're not. So we're going to acquire someone that we really can't use. When you'd be better off trading to a.
2: To the guy who's got Baker. See, but I'll I'll acquire him now mm-hmm. where he's a fourth-round pick. Let those Tyreek Hill stats add up because it's not like Tyreek Hill's going to have less than 1,100 yards. And it's not like he's not going to have some immaculate recept- reception touchdowns. And two is going to be the one throwing him the ball. And Jalen Waddle's good. We like Jalen Waddle. We love Jalen Waddle. Tyreek uh, Hill's if, good. If, if we plays, like Mike Second, if all hurt. of those things add up. Be yeah, we're, we're, even we're, if he we're, is the worst aspect of it, which he probably is,
0: first-time play still, caller, he first-time head coach, coach. It, it, it's going to be rough. But uh, if you stuck around long enough to uh, to hear mom and dad argue and, and get through the argument, That's I, I want to like give you, to. I, I want to give you a bonus. I want to give you a free bonus. This is an equity pick to go out and get some instant dynasty equity. Are you ready, Jerry? I don't know. Let's take the name Miles Sanders. Maybe not as beat down as Antonio Gibson, but would you agree a name pretty beat down in the dynasty space?
2: I think it's more beat down than Gibson. Do do
0: you think that if you were a contender, do you think you could get Miles Sanders for your second? Yes. Okay. Let me tell you why.
2: A lot of people,
0: yeah. But let me tell you why that's a a good buy for a contender. A, if you are a contender, you could always use a little running back depth. Would you agree? Absolutely. This is the last year of Miles Sanders' contract in Philadelphia. What do you think the odds of him re-signing in the city of brotherly love is?
2: 0.0.
0: And what do you think the odds of them franchise tagging him are?
2: 0.0.
0: So you see him on a new roster in 2023? Absolutely. Miles Sanders, former Dynasty first-round rookie pick, second-round NFL pick on a brand-new roster, maybe Atlanta, maybe on a team. Do you think you would be able to get more than that second back if he resigns in let's say March of 2023? Absolutely. If you are a contender, there is a short term, hey, I can use this guy in situations. Maybe you know he's a, a an RB3, a bi week flex type play. That if you're patient in the spring, you can turn a little bit of a profit. It's like flipping a house, Jerry. It's like flipping a motorcycle. You know, you live in Indiana, you live in Iowa now, like Jerry, Michigan, it gets cold here in January. True. You buy a motorcycle. It needs a little bit of work. You get it cleaned up. You'll work on it, you know, over the winter, you get it all ready. You buy it cheap and then you turn around and, and, and you resell it. You know, during the springtime, you make a couple of bucks. It makes it worth your time, right? Yep. Why can't you do that with Miles Sanders, Jerry?
2: And here's the other thing about Miles Sanders. He's coming off the zero-touchdown season, so his value has hit the bottom that it could possibly hit. Even well, if what happens man, if he's actually good? What happens what? if you get him
0: cheap today, he's actually good in 2022, and he, doesn't, he, doesn't, Andy he goes even to good.
2: He could have six touchdowns in what if 17 games, and that makes him exponentially more valuable.
0: So, what, hap- what happens if he's like the RB? I took him in my
2: range, roughly. What I, if he's like, I, the, I RB,
0: like the RB 17? And then you know he signed somewhere, um, you know I, I can't think of a good spot top of my head with all these rookies and and and, and people moving around. But you know he, Miami Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert flame out and Miles Sanders went with, with Tua. Jerry with Jerry <laughs> with, Jerry's pants wouldn't fit the correctly.
2: Super, <laughs> the superstar himself.
0: So so there you go. There is a free cheap equity play. I think that's that. Cool. Uh, uh I, I tried to get it from our friend theo who filled in a couple of weeks ago theo grimminger he gave you, he gave you the
2: one finger
1: salute no
0: he, he he actually asked he's like i can't figure out why you would want miles sanders i'm like well the jig's up <laughs> i'll just tell on myself i don't give a fuck you're obviously not going to give him to me right but uh there you go jerry there are our 2022 seasonal my guys and some preseason post preseason dynasty buys jerry it's so good to have you back on the air hey it's always good to be back
2: so uh how have your teams gone your redraft leagues well, let's let's close with that i don't think I've, okay, I've, I've only done anything crazy i've done one some.
0: so far um i did the dynasty warzone patreon tag team with, with my boy nathan okay. and uh we went team young running back uh he wanted kyle pitts um, I don't remember. I wasn't prepared for this question. I've got my old school redraft league uh, a week from Wednesday, so if you're listening oh, you guys, to this, oh, you guys
2: do it late. Oh, I guess just, you probably do it in one setting. See, we okay. still do ours on Sleeper, so it times it out just because we're in different time zones.
0: We're, we're we're gonna do it on the Wednesday before. Uh, probably seven, eight of the twelve of us are gonna get together in a room and hang out. We'll just draft. I, I told him I said I have uh, I have a couple of uh, rules of engagement in 2022. A I'm not commissioner. Why? Because I commission 18 Patreon Dynasty Leagues. B, I am not holding the money. Why? Because I also hold the money for 18 Patreon Dynasty Leagues. C, it's being hosted on the the, the Twitter app. Even though I think the, the, I know people love the platform and the interface and the mobile apps are great, way better than MFL. It it still comes across as juvenile, but I got to be honest. If I'm going to check another roster, you got to hit submit every week lineup, I'm not going to ESPN. It's currently my fantasy league, and it's sleeper. I'm not adding a third or a fourth app That's that I have I to have check.
2: Except for the yeah, it's, it, and, for and,
0: and and I like MFL. At some point, I may transition some leagues to sleeper just because of, of the ease of use. It's all right there. But, uh, Jerry, ease of use. That's a podcast. You're back real quick. You made it to the end. I'm going to make it super easy for you. If you're listening to this via podcast, hit pause or just turn it the fuck off. Who cares at this point? But but leave us a five-star review. Spotify, Podbean helps us out. If you're watching on YouTube, if you see this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. Hit subscribe. You know what? That's probably how I'm going to do the big bet this year. Betting information, lines, numbers move so quickly, it does you no good to wait for me to – Record a podcast, edit a podcast, download a podcast, you to download a podcast, listen to a podcast. Because by the time we both do all that work, the number's gone and you've lost value. But if you have the the live feed, you you catch the the YouTube shorts, we might be able to make a little bit of money on the season. That helps out the show. You check out patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone. Finally, check out our athletic apparel sponsor, hate brand goods, HVIII.com or H-V-I-I-I, in your Apple or Google app stores. Check it out. It's uh, some interesting fashion. I wear it to the gym. I actually reposted that on my Instagram the other day. Me wearing, Jerry, not only was I wearing my hate brand shorts, pink, by the way, I was wearing uh, old sponsor of the show, Manscaped, uh, the, the old Manscaped. By the way, I'm going to give you a hack. They're no longer a sponsor of the show. So they gave us one, right? They gave us a Manscaped trimmer gimmick. I bought a sec. I bought a second one. Okay. It it is literally the best trimmer in the world. Yeah, you can (laughs) you can trim up your junk piece because that because you don't want to look like a like 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 a mess down there. Correct. But buy a second one for your face. The battery life on these things is next to infinite and super. So anyway, so 100% I buy support and do business with every sponsor. Hate brand goods, literally the best shorts on the market, in my opinion. Um, They're shorty shorts, so if you have nice quads and you like to work out, hate brand goods and patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Jerry, when we talk next week, we will be one day, one day away from the start of the beautiful 2022 NFL season.
2: It's crazy because you look forward to it all summer. And then it gets here. And you're not sure that you can appreciate it to its full value. And then it gets here and you do because it's a national holiday. It is absolutely majestic. It is beautiful. It is wonderful. I could scream from the top of the mountain, the excitement of just watching preseason games with players that I will absolutely never even glance at in free agency. Damn, do I love it, it.
0: it. It's a beautiful time of the year for me. It's the perfect companion to my son's travel baseball schedule, if if you had the over or under of one baseball reference from Memphis, yeah, you, had minutes, very, you had was, to wait to the very you had to wait to the very end of the, the pod, over. but you did cash one base. It it really is because because uh, travel baseball for my son literally ends the last weekend of July, first weekend of August. Then I get like a couple of cool down weeks, and then man, we go right into the NFL season. And brother, we are here. We will be back here next week. We'll do maybe a little itty bitty a bit bit of a preview of the Thursday night football game, and we're talking trades. Hit us up in the DMs, at Jerry Sin, DWZ, at DWZ Memphis, and at Dynasty Warzone. Uh, patrons go to the front of the line, and we'll be talking about a bunch of different trades. We'll probably do it for 30, 45 minutes. Get in YouTube. Be a YouTube subscriber. You, YouTube is your trade. That's And you know what, Jerry? No offense to why. Again, I don't want to make him feel like a piñata that we just keep beating with a stick, but we're not going to give you advice like that. We're going to give you advice like Dan and I gave you last week, like we did earlier, talking about Troutman, talking about Fant. We're going to do our level best to give you dynasty trade advice that is realistic, that is actionable, and just maybe, just maybe we can help you pull off a deal. So, uh, Jerry, what else you got for these people?
2: Nothing. That is it, man.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, I want to thank everybody who's been in the chat, Mike and John and Tyler and Randy. Great name, by the way. Thank all those guys for interacting with us on the live feed. But uh, great to have my man back, the man of the hour and the man with the power, Mr. Jerry Jason Sinclair. It's good to have Jerry back. And uh, I'm at DWZ Memphis. Remember, this is the Dynasty War Zone, and we are just here to make the world a better place for fantasy football. See you next week for some real Week one NFL football, guys. Seven oh. sleeps. Seven sleeps. That
3: makes it hate brand goods. That's uh my company. That is what we've started. I hope you guys have checked it out. If you want to go over to the hate.com, hate for me means it's about self-improvement. It's this self-motivation through self-loathing. This this bit of loathing of not tolerating your own bullshit. That little voice that says today's good enough or what we did's fine or No one's going to know that I'm taking today off. Like, fuck all that, man. I know. Like, I hold that standard. I'm accountable to me. And that's it. That's why I chase goals. I do it because of me. I don't do it because of what someone else is going to think of it or what someone else's approval is. And it's about holding yourself to that. The rest of that motivation can fade, but as long as you're in control of being able to make you do the shit you want to do, you're golden, man. So... Head over to the hate.com use code o and save yourself some cash you- when we add up all those inches that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing we won a game yesterday if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow. That's called a
0: winning streak.